Hi, everybody. Welcome to another Park Report podcast interview. This is Roy Avon. Hope everybody's doing okay out there. Before we get to the interview, uh, just a reminder to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Podbean, uh, and a bunch of other places, and also our YouTube channel, which has special episodes as well. My guest today is none other than keyboardist Rio Akimoto, who is back with a solo record 20 years after his original solo album. The new one is called The Myth of the Mastrophos, and it comes out July 29th, and it features uh, a nice reunion with a bunch of Spock's Beard members, Nick DiVirgilio, Ted Leonard, Jimmy Keegan, uh, Dave Maros, Alan Morris, all play on the record, his bandmates in Project, Michael Sadler, uh, Jonathan Mover, uh, Steve Hackett's on there. There's a bunch of guests. It's a crazy album. We're going to talk all about it. Uh, here's my chat with Rio. All right, man. So how you been? What's uh, what's Good. going on? I like your little keyboard uh, area there. Is that your studio? Yeah. You do some recording over there? This is a new, my family. I got this for the project, the real Hammond. Uh, oh, nice. XK5. Very Tron, cool. Minimum. That's my baby. And the piano, you see the piano in the back? Yeah. This four is me. That's me. Yeah. It's just fortunately that the when when... When I joined the Sparks Beer, Neil was playing piano and uh, some sense lead and a guitar, right? So he said, well, you take organ, Neil told me, you take organ, strong, and a minimum, and, 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 and you know, that would be your instrumental. Okay, great. Then Neil left and I have to take a piano and then the, I have to do the both stuff like that. So that became, this became, uh, me, you know, Proger yeah. um, from a Spock Spirit, fortunately. But so uh, we're going to, we'll jump around a bit and we got to talk about the, the new record. Yeah. The myth of a, the myth of the Mastrophos, which is some name. I mean, it, right away from the title, that's a prog record, right? Um, right. And it c comes out July 29th. Uh, there's the Watchmaker video out now, which you can check out and listen to uh, killer stuff. Um, oh, making making a Christmas video with a Christian video with Christian. Oh, he's so good, incredible. He he sent me uh, the sample how to videotape. Mm -hmm. It's involved. I don't know. How I can uh, replicate that, but uh, my my video guy coming tomorrow, Stan, mm -hmm. and he's gonna help me out. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be really good. A single on this. Yeah, one. yeah, very cool. Uh, look, I mean, uh, if anybody hasn't been paying attention, this album has everybody on it, right? You got a bunch of Spock's Beard guys. You got Michael Whiteman from the Manic Whale, and he, he co-wrote with you. You got Steve Hackett. You got Michael Sadler, Jonathan Mover, the uh, the project guys. I mean, it's a who's who of, uh, of everybody. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. But since you brought sure. up your keyboard setup and, and when you first got into Spock's Beard, I don't know if a lot of people are, are aware of all the stuff you were doing before even then or during that time, right? I mean, you were a pretty good session guy. Who are, who are, who are some of the people you, you played with? I was on, you know, R&B guy. And um, that's how I started my career in LA. When I moved to LA, 1980, went to the school. And I got a lot of, lot of gig from that, and from the school, the students and teacher. And I got a session with the uh, Lamont Dozier. Hmm. He's Holland Dozier Holland. Yeah, 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 for sure. The, he, the, the big uh, Motown guys, right? Oh, now let's listen to this. 
he had 75 top 10 hits. Yeah, 75 top 10 hits. How rich is he? Yeah. <laughs> so he asked me to become his uh, house arranger. So I went to the studio every day. And all these artists, Diane Ross, uh, uh, all these R&B artists came in the studio. So I met. That's how I got all my gig with R&B. Amazing. And once, you, yeah, once you're in the circuit, the, you're, the, you're the guy. That was very great experience doing that for maybe 15 years I did before. Or oh, well, during the Spark happened. Well, then, then Spark started tour, started conflict, conflict right. between those gigs. And I have to send a sub. R&B are so uh, yeah, um, strict. When you send a sub, you lose gig. So I was losing gig, you know, one at a time, and now I don't have any gig anymore. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, I, you know, when when Spox was was coming up and doing their thing, I mean, did, were you a prog guy growing up? I mean, did you were you into the Genesis? Yes, King Crimson, all that, or or what made you want to continue doing more with with Spox and with Neil and those guys? Well, the Yes and no, uh, because of, I'm a keyboard player, you know, I listen to all those. Right, right, right. Everything, you know, but I'm not, the, I wasn't really, really, because all the time I play when I was young, when I was a teenager in Japan, I did. I, I started playing from 15 years old, you know, became professional and playing club and disco and all that. From 15 to 19, those were four years. I play the disc, which is 1970. So it's R&B, the Stevie Wonder, Commodores, and all that. So I really study and copy and all that. That's why I got my R&B chop. Then moved to LA, got all this R&B gig. Then knew I met the Spock's beard. And uh, what happened is I did uh, one jam session, Bruce jam session in Pasadena, LA. Mm-hmm for 20 bucks and Alan Moss was there. I met him first time. He invited me to uh, go uh, come to the jam session, went there and Alan, Nick and Neil was there. Right. And then I, they asked me to join and I joined. Then, then as I said before, he asked me to play, you know, all this keyboard. Then it started a little bit, little by little, I just have to just switch my, from uh, R&B to the prog, a little bit gear and everything, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, my foundation was a teenager and I had a Hammond when I was a teenager. I had an Odyssey. I was going crazy. I was using all kind of effect on, they didn't have much equipment by then, you know, back then. But I was, uh, as a keyboard player, I need, I like a lot of stuff uh, to make a different sound. So that helped to, to become a good, you know, prog keyboard player. But I really ended up playing this. This is, which is, it's analog. You yeah, know, sure. all this, mm-hmm. all these people plays, no, you know, Yamaha, all kind of plugins and all that. Right. That doesn't cut with the band. That's that cannot win with the guitar player. Mm. But these guy will. You stand up, especially Hammond. 
That's why I focused on hand, playing Hammond as grinding as, as much as I can, as uh, expressive, because I can do with Hammond, because spinning Leslie sound and all that. So I like it. So I became a blogger now. And I, now I have to study all the songs the project be giving me say, oh, the, you know, Jonathan and everybody, well, what about the, this song from uh, uh, Gentle Giant? And uh, yeah, yeah, we do that, we do that. <laughs> right. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> so I well, have I... no idea what the fuck they're talking about. I said, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, let's do it, let's do it. I got to ask you about that. So, so again, a really cool thing, project, which is, uh, a super group um, with uh, so you got Michael Sadler singing, Matt Dorsey on bass, and uh, Jonathan Mover on drums who put put the thing together. Can and I, I got to see you guys finally on your very last uh, very last gig right at the, uh, yeah. the Prague pre cruise. Was it, man? Did you like it? Yeah, it was it, it was amazing. I mean, what I really liked about it was that it wasn't just you guys coming out there and just playing a, a straight cover of a song. You know, you combined different songs from bands together and did did a few different arrangements of some things and um i thought the way it was done was was very very cool and uh and all the bells and whistles i mean you got all the eight keyboards there and jonathan has the biggest drum set you'll ever see (laughs) i mean how fun was how fun was that to be playing it was so cool so much fun. It, 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 you know, all came from Jonathan, right? And he has a studio, he has a facility, has a free big stage here in LA. He in the 27 rooms in the studio rehearsal room, he, he run those facility. And he has equipment, a bunch of equipment, PA and the lighting and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Cases and everything, there are like 50 cases, empty cases and all that. So financially, he's able to bring all this gear. And because it took us two years to get all the gear together, stand and everything between me and Jonathan. And that's a dream. That's a dream for the program, which yeah. we cannot do all the time because you have to save money. When you rent the back, back line from, you know, for the tour, it costs so much money. I don't know how we do. We might have to have a whole nother set, everything duplicated, keep in Europe to do the European tour or something like that. But anyway, that's uh, that's Jonathan's concept. You, when you are talking prog, you need a gear. Right. You need a you need a gear. You know. To go no, it has to be. A, I think it was done the the way you want to do it. It was it was like a real show. It wasn't. You know, it wasn't like a, a like a wedding cover band. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was super pro and elaborate, and uh, I I I mean, I think it's, it's something you guys plan on continuing. Oh yeah, definitely. Like yeah. Two, two more tour this year, and next year it's gonna be national whole world. We're talking about Canada, South America, uh, Europe, UK, and you know, all that. It'll be exciting. So- any chance that, uh, you know, since you have a bunch of those guys on your record that you might play a song live from the record? Is that no, something you think you could do? <laughs> no, we don't. We don't do, uh, we only do the classic. We only yeah, play yeah. The, the stuff that we really like to play. Yeah, yeah well, there's so much to choose from, right? I mean, how do you even uh, decide? It's Yeah, so that's a good thing about it, you know. 
and we can learn all this, you know, we're learning uh, three more new songs for next tour and it's gonna be great. This is uh, easy, easy piece. The, the, the best thing is this is not original band. So you don't have to deal with the record, right? You don't have to deal with the studio material and to argue which song is gonna be on the album. You don't have to argue with which song you wanna play for the tour. You know, all this, we don't have it. We don't have it. We just have a one set list, you know, 30 songs. Okay, let's play this tonight. Let's play this tonight. It's so easy. So easy. Yeah. You know, and a great player, single. It's a difference between those tribute bands like a Yes, Genesis. You know, there's so many, the Pink Floyd, how many tribute bands? Right. But to me, the cats are not really the, the best player. They're, 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 they dedicate to that band, that particular band, so they try to replicate perfectly the feel, right. the sound, everything. Right? Yeah. They do that. Yeah, we don't care. You know, we just be ourselves. We play our gear. We like to play. We like to play the song. We like to play. Yeah, this is great. Once you learn the material, you don't have to learn anymore. You know, you know, yeah. a couple of songs for the tour. No, I love uh, it. It was a lot of fun, and I think it's something that everybody should go check out, um, you know, for sure. But so I, I do want to ask you about the new record. I know you've been doing a lot of press on that, and it, it comes out on July 29th. The the guy that you co-wrote the the album with, I don't know if if everybody's familiar with with Michael Whiteman, who is is from a, a really cool band called I Am the Manic Whale. Um, you know, talk about just getting together with him. What was it like working with him and and his ideas for for some of the songs? It's great. I uh, everybody, you know, read about how I reach him. Uh, we did a streaming, yeah, at one time, and you know, I email, I, I texted him. You want to write with me? And she said yes. And I did approach many people in the past, but the, this was the only guy. He was the only guy really responded quickly. I sent thirty songs the demo. He sent me uh, the, the watchmaker. That was the first thing he wrote, the lyrics. Mm -hmm. He sent me in two weeks. He said, oh my goodness, this guy. And uh, I, you know, I said, well, why don't you do this song and this song? And he wanted to do this song. So within the two, I think a couple of months, I got all the songs for this material. So that's why I kept him. He's good. He's, he's just like a new most. He people, that, people doesn't know. He's a bass player and a singer and a maniac. Maniac, right? But he played great drums, guitar, and uh, uh, keyboard, just like yeah. Neil. Very, I, very. Yeah, and no, he's great. He has a great voice. That's a very cool band. Um, people should definitely check him out. Um, what I what I do love being a big, big Spock Beard fan from from the very you know early days. Uh, you know, it's great to hear you playing again with Dave and Alan and having Nick singing on uh, the first track, Mirror, Mirror, which is a, a throwback to the episode from uh, Star Trek, right, for, for fans that know. Um, and uh, that's the episode where Spock has a beard, right? Uh, yeah. But that opening song, I mean, that sounds like Spock's beard, you know, <laughs> classic <laughs> Spock's beard. Yeah. It's, it's, Isn't it's it? so cool. Just talk about working with the guys again on, on that and, and having Nick sing on that. But, you know, was that was that easy sort of to just fall back into into that? I mean, it hasn't been that long since the last record. But, you know, how was it working with them again on this stuff? It was great. We're family. We're totally family. I just email him. 
the truck. You say, okay, one thing is send me and well, you know, it's so easy. I, you know, I told them, well, we'll change this and that. And it's okay, send me another truck, another truck, another truck. Okay, this is great. Yeah, we do, we do for, you know, each other. Yeah. You know, we don't own anything. We just, we just play whatever they want to play. It's great. Yeah. I, I, I love it. I think, um, you know, I think fans of, of uh, that, especially the Spock Beard sound, you know, that, that band in particular, and that kind of prog. I mean, this is, this is the album for that this year, you know, I think. And it, oh, it, really? It's great, man. You it's really think so? No, it's really a lot of it's so. a lot of fun, and all the songs are good. And you got the big epic at the end, which has like so many crazy parts. Um, mm. Do you have a favorite on the album, per- uh, personally for you? Uh, well, uh, <coughs> I'm sorry. Uh, the maximum velocity. Mm. That's on me. It got a uh, five eight, seven eight, six eight, uh, eleven eight. <laughs> and uh, there, there is no four four. I don't think there's no four four. That's so me. You remember the uh, that if do you know uh, uh, the box of a spider from a noise floor? My last album. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. It's craziness, craziness. So, so that's me. That's my favorite. And another one, the Chris Harris. Oh, this yeah. is incredible. And the, the uh, Randy. So you had you worked with Randy McStein before? He no, 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 no. I, I didn't know him too. You, you know, I had a friend recommended me, and uh, I talked to him. And what the first time when I uh, when he sang one verse and sent me Chris Harris, I said, "Oh my goodness, what a voice! What a voice, husky and very expressive and." Well, he should be just a singer, you know. Forget about he's guitar. Great. He's an amazing <laughs> guitar player too, though. I, I mean, know, I, mean, I know, I know. That's why I had him play the guitar yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. No, he, you know what? Good for him. He's he's actually know him as well too, and uh, a great guy. And I'm happy to see him appearing everywhere. And he's touring with Porcupine Tree. Porcupine Tree, God, which is, uh, which is very cool for him. So yeah, yeah. he's gonna he's, uh, he's super talented. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, I want to talk uh, a little bit revisiting some of the Spock's beard stuff. I mean. What was uh, what were some of your favorite albums for, that you did with the band back then? What's what are some some great memories that you, that you have from from working on some of those? Well, de- definitely be Way of Darkness, because that was that was my first record with the Spark. You know, I did join them before the light. We mm-hmm. had a rehearsal. We had a one show in LA. Then they released a light and they asked me again, you know, just, you know, be the member because we need another keyboard player for the tour. Uh, the, to me, Beware of Darkness is the darkest uh, Spark album. There's no pop song in there. It just, I love it. Darkness, you know, very proud. Yeah. Uh, another one is, uh, well, Nocturne. That's very, very well produced. I think that's the best album since uh, New Left. I, I hear that a lot. A lot of fans really like that record yeah, a lot. Yeah. 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 And, the, and that a was a, a great, great record. Yeah. Refreshing uh, record. Uh, you know, what's another dark album I thought was, uh, was X. X was, which was, which X was kind was of a very heavy record. And I, another favorite of mine. What do you remember that one? So, well, see, see, it's since New Left, 
we had come up with all our material, which we have no idea how to write. <laughs> no, we did. We really didn't. Nick and me said, "I said, oh my god, what are we gonna do? We gotta come up with a prog, you know." So the, from a few euphoria, we start writing, and every album, the skill got better. So I think mm -hmm. it's like maybe uh, four years, four or five years later, the X became, and our chop was got really composing chop got really better. So I think that was shows on that one. The dark, but it's very pro year done. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of long album. songs, a lot of you yeah. know, very yeah. That's that's a favorite. That's a favorite for mine as yeah. well. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. What uh, you know, so now that you've you've written this album, it, and it was twenty years since the since the the last solo record. I mean, do you want to continue down this road and, and write more music? You had you said you had thirty demos. So, is there more stuff? Is there plans to, yeah, to I do got, anything again? Yeah, I got another couple hundred songs. <laughs> Just a I few do ideas, yeah, song and ideas. Uh, yeah, the since the Inside Out gave me a free album option in fifteen years, I'm not gonna take five years for each each album. I'm gonna try to do uh, every two years. Well, as soon as I can, you know, and I'm gonna try you know, at least three albums. I want to do it after this, yeah, or two, whatever. So, I'm not gonna make you guys wait 20 years. <laughs> That's good. No, we don't, uh, we don't want to wait 20 years. Have what, uh, you know, I'm curious what you think of uh, of some other music out there now. I mean, do you listen to um, any, any other newer bands or any other prog or what? So what what do you classical? What, like what do you listen to when you're yeah, free time? In a car when I'm driving, classical, the radio, just put it on it because so I don't get pissed off when I'm driving. <laughs> At home, uh, family's here. I have a year and seven months old son, Sunny. He's everywhere, so I don't have a time to just sit down to listen to the music. If I have a time to listen to music. I want to play with my son. Sure. So only the time we have a music is when, when I'm cooking, when she's cooking, when we're re reacting at night, which is going to be uh, uh, Luther Bandras or Peebo Bryson <laughs> or uh, 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 Knocking Call uh, and a Bill Evans. So you're going, you're going back to your roots, back to what you started playing. Yeah. Right? And when I'm alone, sometimes when he's sleeping, I listen to the pop method. See that those are, you know, the pop method. Bill Evans is my god. They are my god. They relax me. And so intelligent. I need that 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 thing. I don't want to really listen to new stuff coming out. I don't want to get a uh, wrong idea putting in my head that this is a new thing right now so you have to follow them right so like the melody like this uh gotta be more metal now because the dream theater you know started hacking start you know doing this the metal thing i only tell you because i saw them not from album you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. so i don't want to get it does uh, affect it 
to my sure. brain to yeah, you know, create a song. I no, I mean, nice. I, you know I, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Especially when you're writing, right? That yeah. stuff can sneak into your brain and then you start, uh, you know, you start copying you know, things back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's that. Then, then, then especially with the, the pro, uh, project, I have to really go back to listening to the 70s and the 80s prog band because I have to copy and listen to it. You make suggestion, arrangement, and all that. So more back, <laughs> I have to study. What stuff from that that you guys play with projects? You know, from from that classic era. Do you like the most? What is, what are what's what's some of the songs that you like? The Carnival, of course, Carnival, ELP, Genesis, You know, First yeah. of Fifth, Cinema Show, the uh, Genesis, ELP. That's... I would love to. I mean, that's you know. I, I, I don't play the piano and I wish if I could learn to play one thing, it would be for the fifth, right? That's like the greatest yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, you want to learn how to play that. Did you yeah. see Genesis on the last tour? No, they didn't come to the West Coast. They only, right. you know, yeah, the they East Coast. yeah, too bad. I really wanted to see it. I saw them in 1980 in London when I was recording my uh, first, second, first album, Solid Gold. Um, I saw them, the light was incredible. The one time, so I had a yeah. good. That's very cool. All right, man. Well, listen, it's always good catching up with you. I love the record. Everybody Thanks. needs to check it out. Myth right. of the Mastrophos. Um, I mean, everybody's on this thing. If you <laughs> if yeah. you follow Rio's career and you like all the stuff he's done, this is, uh, this is right up your alley. The songs are killer. Uh, epic prog stuff. Uh, comes out July 29th. Um, and project, you know, you guys have a website, right? Project.com. Oh, yeah. 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 So follow yeah. them and on Facebook yeah. and check out the website An amazing, uh, uh, just super group playing classic prog, um, in a really cool and fresh way and, and spot on. I mean, the best kind of musicians playing this, stuff, which is great. Well, and also I, I just, I really have to mention the please by my city or the LP for my homepage, then uh, the money will go straight to my account. Then I can do the show with for this album. I want to do the tour with this album with the Jonathan and you know, all the cats. Yeah. But I need the money. So please, <laughs> please. We got it, man. Yeah. Uh, and uh, all right, buddy. I'll talk to you again soon. Okay. And, uh, Thanks a lot. All right, man. Be well. All right. Ciao. Bye. Bye. Thanks to Rear for the interview. Don't forget his new album, The Myth of the Mastrophos, comes out on July 29th. You can check out the single The Watchmaker out on streaming services and YouTube now. We're going to play a bit of that track on the way out. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on all our podcast networks on YouTube and follow us on progreport.com, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We'll see you soon.